What happens when you buy a house but quickly realize that you didn't save enough money for furniture, appliances, or even the essentials like towels and shower curtains and cups and plates and even, let's say, like light bulbs? Well, in my case, I decided to get roommates. While there are plenty of financial benefits to living with roommates, over the course of the past year, I realized that it's not always about the money. <gasps> Danielle, say it ain't so. <laughs> but really, guys, your peace of mind matters. And when your home no longer feels like home, boy, does it really, truly suck. So let's go ahead and jump into today's special mini episode. Welcome to The Thought Card, a podcast about travel and money, where planning, saving, and creativity leads to affording travel, building wealth, and paying off debt. We are the Financially Savvy Travelers. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Thought Card Podcast. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different, and I'm inviting you to celebrate with me, because guess what? My roommates officially moved out, and I am so, so, so relieved, excited. I'm a ball of energy right now because it's truly been a long year. So after buying my house, it was empty. You know, I didn't have any money saved up for furniture. I had no furniture living at mom's house, you know, for my whole life. So I had to buy everything. We're talking about a couch, a dining room table, and chairs, and a bedroom set, and also buying a mattress. So when I added up the numbers after moving in here, I said to myself, there's no way that I can afford to, you know, pay all these credit cards off because I bought a lot of the furniture on credit and also live and travel and do all the things that I want to do, right? So I decided, actually, my mom suggested to me she's like you know what you really should think about getting roommates because you have such a big house and there's just so much empty space so get roommates so I said okay fine I got my first roommate and I made a ton of errors in the process but my first roommate started off pretty well you know we had a flow going it was like he was a guy he worked at night I worked during the morning and during the day of course so we really didn't see each other and I, I loved it because we had our own personal space he had his space, his bathroom. I had my space, my bathroom. But, you know, over the course of the months, things definitely started to deteriorate. And we could talk about that a little bit later. But I realized in order for me to pay off all this debt a lot faster, why don't I get a second roommate? So I went ahead and got a second roommate who actually was a college student. He was in grad school and he was very temporary for a couple of months. And today he finally left. And it's just so, I'm just so like filled with emotion and joy because living with other people is very hard. You know, some of my biggest challenges with living with roommates was always the cleanliness. I always felt like, the house wasn't as clean as I wanted it to be. You know, sometimes things were in the fridge. Sometimes you walk in the house and something smells weird. You know, so cleanliness was definitely a big issue for me. But also like having the space, you know, inviting people over and then having a roommate just kind of walk around or like always having to have a conversation with other people. When I honestly, sometimes when I come home, I just want to chill out. And be in silence and just be in peace and not have to conversate with anyone if I don't want to. But, of course, when you have roommates, 
you know, it's just entertaining other people is a constant. And for a long time, I just felt like I just wasn't in the right space. So I had two roommates. One roommate was the one that I originally got. And he pretty much by the end of the term when we were living together, he didn't pay almost three months of rent. So that was really uncomfortable to have someone live with you and who's creating a negative space and not even contributing to the bills. You know, like the thing about when you have roommates is that, yes, you're getting income, which is helping you, but they're also living in your place, meaning that they're going to use electricity. They're going to use gas. They're going to use the heat. And these are all things that add up. And, you know, it's very, very uncomfortable when you have someone living with you and they're not chipping in and they have no re like no real end date to when they want to leave. So I learned a ton about conflict management. I learned how people operate and, you know, making some of the tough decisions. Uh, luckily, I had a very supportive a significant other and my family my mom was very supportive my dad also was very supportive in helping me think through some of these challenging 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 times I also have my dog Jada so Jada would you know maybe like tear up something or do something which is like oh my gosh Jada like can't you just be good I'm just trying to let them leave right so it's just so many unpredictable things about having roommates but I'm not gonna lie Whenever, you know, that check came in, it was the best feeling knowing that I have some money that I could either save or money that I can actually pay off a debt. So that's what really kept me going for the past year is having a plan for each of the dollars that I was able to get from house hacking. But I'm not going to lie. Like I said, there are so many challenges. And what I do house hacking again if I wasn't a financial crunch and I absolutely had to, perhaps, but from the past year of doing this house hacking thing, I definitely am a little traumatized, <laughs> a little traumatized, and it's not for the faint of heart, but if you have financial goals that you're trying to accomplish, which I definitely did, it helped so, so, so much. So again, my first year of living on my own as a homeowner was all about paying off debt, was a lot paying off things that I remodeled in the house as well as the furniture. So one of the things that I would recommend if you are considering buying a house and if you're moving especially from your parents' house to your, you know, to your own place is to have some money set aside for repairs as well as furniture. I had no money for it. So everything I bought was on credit and I did it slowly. You know, the most important thing when I was thinking about furnishing my place was I need a bed. You know, I don't mind if I'm eating on my bed or standing up eating if I have to, but my bed was super important. So when I bought my bed set, that was the first thing and then moving on and moving on, moving on. And a year later, there's still tons to do. I haven't fully decorated the house yet. But I've been able to accomplish a lot in in this year, and that was a lot of it has been financially feasible for me by having roommates. It's interesting because this is the second day that I'm here alone, and I just feel so great. Everything, my peace of mind, you know, I had a bamboo plant <laughs> when I had roommates, and that bamboo plant was dying. And usually those bamboo plants are 
I think that they're they feel energy and they're able to pick up on energy. And that bamboo plant was dying. It was like on its last leg. But it's, you know, over time, it's been thriving. Um, but it's it's just been an amazing experience. And when I say amazing, it's not necessarily, it hasn't always been all all good. Like I said, I had a roommate who did not pay his rent for three months. And people might say, well, you should have done a background check and you should have checked his references and all of that good stuff. And I, and you know, a lot of it I did, but things happen. Things happen in your life and other people's life as well. So it started off as a really good investment, a really good opportunity. And it ended when things kind of went down south. His financial situation was a mess and that spilled over to me. But what I did learn is that over time, while having roommates, you know, I was paying off a lot of debt, furniture debt. But as I finished paying all of them off, I was able to kind of stash that money. And now I'm at the point where I didn't even have to touch their their rent money at all in order for me to live on my day-to-day expenses, which is a great, 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 great feeling. It means that I can afford to live on my own without having people to to help and I'm working towards my goals. So that's my biggest takeaway. And I just really wanted to say thank you to everyone, my friends and my family who listen to me rant and rave and bicker. <laughs> Because it was definitely a very trying, trying, trying year. But you know what? I survived. I'm thriving. I feel great. And I have so many lessons to share with you guys about the nitty gritty of having roommates, what to look out for, how to protect yourself in terms of, you know, protecting yourself and your investment. So I will definitely have another episode where I kind of go back and share with you guys what I learned, what I would do differently. But for now, I'm just sharing the fact that I have no more roommates and I'm just super excited to start a new chapter of my life right on time for the new year. Now, that is a wrap for this week's episode, but next week, we're going to have Daniela Gibbs coming on, and she's going to be talking to us about what it's like to be traveling the world and living a nomadic lifestyle as a single parent with her son. This episode is truly inspiring and has changed and challenged the way I've thought about educating my kids 